Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress, joined today by two brand new special guests. With us, we have Shoshi. Hello. And Cubby. Hello. It is episode 86, everyone. And because we have some new folks here, I decided we were going to be fair and we were going to spread it out. So we are starting with a Cubby beer. We are moving into Yay! a Shoshi beer. Awesome. And then we get a Shannon beer. Yay! Yay! You say yay now, Cubby, but I think you might not. You might throw the bottle at me until it's over. <laughs> you know what? I will drink anything you don't drink. Well, that I'll is probably, my solemn vow to you as a friend. I'll probably just make, like, faces. So I'll still appear to be all sophisticated and oh, cool on the right, podcast. Right, But you two will know We'll better. know. Excellent. Yeah. So let's start with a little bit about maybe each of you and your beer knowledge, knowledge preferences loves and then hates. We'll... <laughs> hates is great too actually cubby you go first um well i am i am singularly uncultured when it comes to my beer palate um like my go-to is just lager because i spend a lot of time which in means Philly. yingling yeah to you non-local folk <laughs> um i will admit to having a fondness for PBR when it's ice cold. Um, and kind of the awkward part about that is my girlfriend right now is very into beers. Um, she's she's actually like a beer blogger. So like, should we trade you out and really bring your girlfriend uh, on this <laughs> She would be a better guest, I won't lie. She would definitely be a better a guest. She's also a lot cuter. Well, it's a podcast. I mean, so you're that's... really cute, but no, it matters. It's... They no, can tell. It... No, they can tell. No. Yeah. Seduce us with your voice, Cubby. You have six words. Go. Lovely little duckling. <laughs> In a row. Gusset. <laughs> Gusset. I love that Lamp. you went to duck when you thought seduction. You thought <laughs> ducklings. I I know it's a little obvious, but <laughs> when I think sexy times, I think. Ducks. You gotta so, play to your strengths. What kind of beer waddles. does your girlfriend put in the fridge typically? Um, well, she's done a little bit of homebrew. She she is a big fan of IPAs. Okay. Um, th she likes really hoppy, strong beers, and um, I hate IPAs. I I I just can't take the that flowery burst of flavor. Well, on that note, the cubby beer for today is called La Fanega. F-A-N-E-G-A, um, and it is by Catal Brewery, which is out of Cadiz, Spain. Mm. Uh, and it is a double malt ale that reigns in at 5.6 ABV. So kind of high maybe compared to your PBR, um, <laughs> but compared to everything else we're having today, pretty reasonable. Shoshi, if you want to pour that while sure. you tell us maybe a little bit about your beer loves. Yeah. This is, so this is my... Cubby, it's not going to be hoppy. Yay! Um, <laughs> it's it's a really interesting flavor that is, you can tell it's imported in a, you're not going to get a lot of this in the U.S. kind of way. Mm. So I'm pouring some in your glass right now. And it looks like, oh, it's actually darker than I expected it to be. I th when the way you were describing it, I thought it was going to be like a... Light, a light. I dare color. say it should have a light body, but not necessarily light color. Yeah. yeah. It looks like Coke after the 
the ice have melted. That's exactly what it looks like, actually. <laughs> In terms of all the times we sit here and pretentiously try to come up with yeah. some version of amber to describe that or blood or what. Nope, it's just, it's, it's totally watered down. It's coke. like weak Coke. Though it's super bubbly. It smells mm. nice. It is actually more like a soda effervescent than it is. Yeah. Mm. It smells really malty. Dare we even say doubly malty? I don't. I don't want to get too technical here, but it definitely smells like beer. <laughs> like whoa. I, I don't think whoa, this is whoa, wine. Whoa. Slow down okay. there. And it looks Slow a little there, like Coke, professor. but it doesn't smell like Coke. Right. Well, and here's this is what I appreciate about the the genuine, straightforward nature of this brewery. Uh, ingredients: water, malted barley, hops, and yeast. That's awesome. They're the ingredients in every beer. Like we were talking earlier, though, there's no beard yeast in here. There's yeah. no fruit. There's no, it's like, something beer. ridiculous that's making yeah. it different than every, you know. It's, it's just... different because it's so simple. Yes. Yeah. I, I like it. Taking a sip. Did I take a sip too soon? No. Did you're I, allowed oh, to. Okay. Once it's in your I glass, it's want. all fair game. What? Yeah. Um, well, hi, everybody. I'm Shoshi. Um, I'm a traveling performer. Um... My beer knowledge is slightly more than Cubby's. Well, that's not hard. But not too much more. I have a bigger wine. I think I've met some 14-year-olds with a little more. Oh. And just in terms of they nowadays, <laughs> it's so accessible. And That's true. Yeah. No, I'm totally not insulted. I have, a, I have a bigger wine knowledge. I really got into visiting wineries and learning about wine, but I haven't really done the same with beer yet. I've started to, though. I spent some time in New Orleans, and we toured the Abita Brewery. Ian Which, loves Abita. Oh, it's really... The brewery is fantastic. It's like a 10-minute tour, and then you get 45 minutes to drink a bunch of beer as you want. I'm telling you. It's great. That's yeah. the best. I lo- and I do... I've recently started going... I went to the Sam Adams Brewery when I was in Boston. I went to a really nice brewery when I was, when I was in New Zealand recently. Literally, like, on the side of the road. It's <laughs> like... We were like, oh, a brewery. Sweet. Let's go. And, like, went and did the thing. It was great. Um, so I'm learning a little bit more about it, but not, not that much. Yeah. But I like, but what do you like? Oh, I like, I also do not really enjoy IPAs. I'm not a big hoppy flavor person. Okay. Um, I really like dark, uh, like, um, oatmeal stout, like, or a milk stout or some of my favorite beers. Um, I really like, um, wheat beers. I'm a big wheat beer fan. Those are kind of my two go-to beers. Like, you kind of can't go wrong if you get me one of those. So, when you said dark, I picked stout for next. But oh, cool. But they are not anywhere near the body of a milk stout. Okay. They're going to be yeah, in your face stout. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. But so. this, this I'm enjoying, too. I mean, it's really light. But, I, like, I could drink this all day, which is kind of cool. Which is kind of the point. Oh. In a European sort of way. Like, a lot of the beers that they make are lower ABV, like session ales. Like you can just mm. go watch football all day and just drink for 11 hours and you won't be, you know, like fall Falling down drunk over. stupid when it's over because... I can appreciate that. Like like I recently did a thing where we pitched some low alcohol wines, which sounds like a terrible idea, but if they're made right, can actually be just as flavorful. But Red, can, white, or both? Uh, just white. Okay. It, it's very hard to do a low alcohol red without losing taste, but you can do it. They had a, um, 
they had a rosé and they had a Sauvignon Blanc and a Chardonnay. Um, it looks like you're doing air quotes when you say it. Like, yeah, it's I'm like kind of a Chardonnay. But it is. It's kind, kind of. of but some the, water. the Sauvignon Blanc was very good. Like That's excellent. Uh, I could not tell the difference between it and a regular Sauvignon Blanc unless mm. unless you had told me. Um, but does it was that nice. also mean it's low calorie if it's low? Yes, yeah. it does. Yes. Mm. And so it was only, it was a 5%? 5%. Okay. So it was like a beer. But it meant that you could have a whole bottle of wine with dinner and not be falling down drunk, but still have the, all the enhancements with your meal. That's yeah. kind of fancy. So I'm kind of, I, I can understand that with a beer. Like, it would be nice to have a beer that's not a PBR. Right. That I could still, like, sit and kind of drink all day and not destroy my palate and really have. So I, I kind of, I like that. I appreciate Mr. that. Mr. Kebby, your thoughts? Oh, I'm absolutely enjoying it. It's oh, just, good. It, it, it tastes just, like, refreshing. You mm-hmm. know, like, this is a great summer beer like i could imagine just the heat of the day barbecue yeah sitting like out in the sun and it's still not gonna this would be a good post-workout beer yes (laughs) i assume if if i were to ever work out i would finish it with the la fanega so a little bit about Kital. they are out of cadiz the owner is actually british and she was holidaying in Spain and met the love of her life and Aww, moved to Spain yeah. but a lot of the beers are done in the English tradition so they have like a straight up single IPA it's five percent it's not very hoppy at all um, mm. when she tried some of the American hopped beers she actually poured them back in the bottle she thought it was so awful wow uh, they make a really <laughs> nice honey beer and I just say that and not a barley wine because it's they brew a beer but put some honey in it it's not like they're fermenting honey in quite the way that it's not meaty right um but that one's actually quite flavorful for but that was a seasonal thing they were just trying for this summer Mm -hmm. so it's a little harder to get your hands on and then they've just they've got some wheat beers and stuff that are just three three and a half percent again oh wow they're they're all and what i learned is that in spain and i think we talked about this a couple of months ago in spain you are taxed by the creating alcohol. So the higher the alcohol that you create, the higher the tax on the beer, and then the they higher the They do the, the same thing is. in New Zealand. Like I accidentally bought, like, I was like, why is this bottle of gin $12? And this bottle of gin is $30. I'm just gonna get the cheaper one. No, it's lower alcohol. Oh. Like that's what the like 18 year olds buy. Cause it's like, <laughs> 12% alcohol gin and it Which tastes terrible. Which doesn't even seem possible. Like, is it right? gin if it's 12%? That, I don't yeah. know how they do it. It sounds like a recipe for bootlegging. I know, honestly. right? It's, it's like they really want a good moonshine industry. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have to say, now that I know a little bit more about the brewery, I'm definitely getting some undernotes of love. Oh, that's oh, good. Nice. Or because it's a Spanish brewery, a little amor is a coming little through. Amore. Yeah. <laughs> a little less, a little more. Oh. oh. I'm sorry. I apologize. So we could definitely say by the fa- fact that we've all polished it off already, it was a pretty easy drinking beer. Definitely. Mm. Also because we only had one bottle between us, so it goes a little well, faster. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Weyerbacher's Old Heathen, which is an imperial stout that is 8%. So I hope you wore your drinking pants. <laughs> Those yes. are the only pants I own. <laughs> uh, this one, I, again, some of the new bottle art by Weyerbacher. I know we've been talking about them updating everything. 
and uh, I enjoy this one. So have you drunk Weyerbacher uh, beers before? Yes. Okay. Uh, and this one, I know that in the past, Ian and I have talked about the big beers case. This was one that came in the big beers case. So it is... What is that? What do you mean by that? So because this is Pennsylvania and you have to buy your beer by the case. Oh, right. It is a mixed case. So there's four different beers in it, um, but all of them are over 8%. So they range from eight to eleven. Now it's a more expensive case of beer. It's like a fifty-nine dollar case of beer. Eleven is a lot for a beer. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you, but I always figure if you're gonna come home and have one beer, then you have twenty-four <laughs> sessions, you know, of one beer for fifty-nine dollars instead of like come home and have a six-pack. Right. Eh. So I am interested to see what you think of the stuff. Unlike your milk stout, like so you see, there's no head on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's gonna be. Last night, it smells good though. Annette got... had one of these with the cigar, and I, I really Ooh, think you know a nice yeah. imperial stout would stand up quite Cause well. Because it's got it. a real, um, like, brandy smell to it. And this one's mm. not even aged. Like the next one we're gonna have is aged, so you might pick up some of the boozy barrel. That's good. I like that. I'm waiting to see if Cubby still talks to me. When it's this not. Is over. This is not normally a stout that I would like though. Like this style of, this is not. This is a little too dark or a little too foreboding or. It's a little too, it's got a sourness to it. Like not necessarily in a bad way, but like to my palate, a sour taste that I don't genuinely like in my stouts. You know what I would do to this stout? And you're going to hate me so much for this. I put a shot of Chambord in it. Okay. Well, that makes it dessert. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite drinks actually is kind of a really like meaty stout and then you put a shot of raspberry liqueur I've in it. I've never done that. It tastes like German chocolate cake. That sounds awesome. It's really good. Uh, what it's I like, did not like is like the um, the lambic in my Guinness. I did oh, not that's like a the little, frambois in the Guinness. You know, you know, because those two beers would not mix very well. No, they have a totally different consistency yeah. and yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't enjoy that. But I would try that. I, I wish I had some Chambord so that we could try it with the other bottle, but you know, it's good to, to have big dreams, and we That's can right. do that again sometime. <laughs> it, it tastes like it's halfway there. Like, the, it, it tastes, to me, it tastes like there's a shot and a beer in here. Like, mm. and they're not, they don't like each other. Like, like, they don't hate each other, but they're like They're roommates. putting up with each other. They're roommates. Yeah. But there's no friendship. Like, no. like there's like this weirdly sharp line between that initial. And it's not even, it's not even like, they were a married couple who have grown to hate each other because there was never any love there yeah. to begin with. Like, I feel like if you could magically they're separate like, them, they would just go on their ways and they would never write. They're like write. college roommates. Like, they were put yes. together against their choice. Yes. The, and now they have to stay with each other. It's only amusing to me because I still talk to absolutely zero of my college roommates. Exactly. <laughs> Even the ones I did pick. So <laughs> are you the stout or are you the shot? I, obviously, I'm the stout. Right. I'm the beer. She's the beer mistress. She's the beer. Clearly, duh. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And it's it's driving me crazy because I know I've had Weyerbacher before just because I recognize the little jester guy. Okay. But so they I have can't remember what I have had. Blithering idiot. They do Merry Monks. They do Double Simcoe. Um, I only know their strong beers. They also do some very respectable, like normal people beers too, that Ian could rattle <laughs> off for you. So what what got you into the heavier beers? Did you always like the heavier beers? No. Oh. It was a progression. Oh. 
So did you start off in Cubbyland? No. No. You were never that light. <laughs> no. I mean, maybe when but she was eight. When I, <laughs> when I, yeah, when I fermented my apple juice once. Um, <laughs> basically because to me, the Cubby beers always tasted like beer and I didn't like the taste of beer. Oh. So we're at, and I do know people who agree with you who, you know, I want my beer to taste like beer. Don't mess with it. Let it be what it is because it's good on its own. Until, and I will definitely say, I think the Catal is very much a better product than, you know, Budweiser or. As, like, as those beers go. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're going to say, oh, I want a beer that tastes like beer, I would still rather have this any day, you yeah. know, than yeah. a Coors Light or whatever. Um, well, I mean, of course, life doesn't really taste like beer. That, touche, sir. A, Thank you. I think you just leveled up. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Woo! Uh, um, beer that has something else going on yeah. is what started to inspire me. And it was the first time it was hops. You know, I was like, oh, because I, I, I know yeah. that they put hops in their cheap beers. But it is definitely not like a prominent flavor because hops are expensive. Yeah. So if you can put a whole lot of rice in there or you can put hops, you know, what are you going to choose? Um, and I also, in 2008, we went to Ireland. I did the Guinness tour. It, and then tasting beer over there, like it was just an amazing it's experience. It's totally different, right? And my only rule whenever Jason would go to the bar, I was like, just get me anything that we don't have in the U.S. I don't care what it is. And I was drinking ciders and I was yeah. drinking stouts oh. and porters and anything I could get my hands on. And I'm like, this is, this is beer. Like, this is awesome. And even, and their Guinness tastes so much better. It really does. Over there. I swear it's the water. It's, I, in all honesty, it probably is the water. Like, of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Cubby, we cut you off. No, I, I don't know what I was going to say. Yeah. They say the same thing about cheesesteaks, though. But it's also the same thing about Nutella. Like, the recipe is different in different parts of the world. Yeah. 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 You never know. And, and yeah, and what water you make. Or, like, even, like, what the cows eat. So the milk that you put in it is better. Or the wind that happened to be blowing that day over <laughs> the hops growing. You know, all of these factors. Which is why it's so hard to it. keep a consistent product. Because it's still... You know, the poor farmer out my window who grows corn every year, they don't judge like, oh, your corn this year doesn't taste like your corn last year because, you know, this year was more wet or this year he used different manure or whatever. Yeah. Like corn is corn. It changes because it's a it's a crop. Yeah. Beer is still made from things that are crops, but has to, be, you know, That's the brewer really needs to point. be creative enough and ahead of the game enough to be able to. So a butterfly can flap its wings in China and that will like subtly change the taste of gas. And that makes you take a sip of old heathen and have a little party in your mouth while they duke it out. The shot and the beer duke it out. Yeah. They're not even fighting though. They're just like... like, Coexisting. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're in the same room together, but one of them has like headphones on. There's like a passive aggressive relationship. And the other's like watching TV. Yeah. Totally. I don't know <laughs> that they know the other one's there. Oh, like, I don't pick up the shot in this. There's the difference in our. I palettes. think what he's talking about is the same thing that I, that like sour, like flavor. the finish, and that's what no. we don't us no. not being beer knowledgeably. No, that's fine. that's a word. Yeah, they, we might not have the right word. But what yeah. you have is 
a palate. Like you have mm. tongues that are curious and want to. And there's try like something a new. sour taste to it, and I think that's there's, what it's. You're it's it's to. actually it's a sharpness that's like rushing it. Mm. Like the 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 mouth opens and the beer comes in, and before there's this like point. You might there's just this be tasting the extra point. alcohol. Like you're unused. That's what I smell, to be honest. I'm actually yeah. very sensitive to the actual taste of alcohol. That's okay. probably what it is, because an eight percent versus a five percent, that's a lot more Which alcohol. It's, it's been an there. agonizing handicap on my drinking. In that like Well, you don't like the taste of alcohol. Exactly. Yeah. I, d- I don't. Do so, you like, ever do cocktails then because of that? Or? I do cocktails, but it's it has to be really mask the flavor. Yeah, and then at that point, it's so sweet and like there's so few. And I've I've like in my own life, I've eliminated all sweetened beverages. I only drink like like coffee without things or iced tea without sweetener or just water. And so like now, cocktails just taste sickly really sweet. sweet. I kid yeah. you not, if I have a cocktail with too much mixer in it, I will have a hangover the next day from the sugar. Right? Because I'm like you, I don't eat yeah. or drink sugar. Even, I mean, what, dessert the other night, I handed you a Girl Scout cookie. Like, that was right. my speed. Like, that's not enough to really rock your system. Yeah. Uh, but if someone, uh, grenadine, I, dear Lord, do not it's ever just, put grenadine. It's, it's just gross. Or like sweet and sour mix. It is, like yes. Like sour mix. for. They bit. know me at the Chili's over here now because, like, Monday is uh, Fajita Rita Mondays because you, you came on Monday and I was like, ah, I'm meeting a friend for drinks. It's like half-price margaritas all day Monday. Well, why would I not? But depending on who's working the bar, it's so sweet. I was like, okay, I understand when I make margaritas at home. Maybe I make them a little strong. Right. But I need, I was like, I'd rather you give me less margarita and just yeah. lower the sour mix. Yeah. But so I always look a little needy when I order my, I order like, my margaritas. Can I have less I sour like, Can mix. Can you just go a little yeah. light on that sour mix for me? And it is, it's way better every time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would almost drink, like, tequila. Well, I do. That's why I like tequila. It's just straight tequila with lemon or oh, lime. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know. And honestly, if it's a good smooth tequila, yeah. I'm fine. Oh, so you're... Well, tequila doesn't it's, taste like alcohol, though. Tequila's right. got a really different, but like, distinctive... like, good, better vodkas, I, I still don't care for because, mm. like, they just taste more and more purely alcohol. See, yeah. now that's interesting that he likes the taste of tequila because I find tequila the most beery tasting of all well, of the aged, liquors. So that could be a lot of it too. So I wonder if we well, could I mean, find so a heavy beer that he likes if we find one that like reminds him of tequila. Like he might like this barley wine. That's we'll the next see. beer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Is it really hoppy? Um, I don't expect it to be, but I do expect it to be more like, I don't know. I've never had it before. Let's, let me be completely honest with everybody. So this <laughs> is the Crooked line. Um, we did their... I believe it's Crooked Smile, which was an Imperial Pilsner uh, back with Cal from Tria a few months ago. And uh, so this is called the Cockeyed Cooper, a bourbon barrel barley <laughs> wine. And it's 11%. Sorry. So if you were... The word Cooper always makes me giggle. Um, if you were tasting the alcohol on the 8%, you'll... Definitely really enjoy taste it, this yeah. uh, 11%. So before, we're still, we're still yeah, kind of not, We didn't move on yet. Wirebacher. Uh, name drop. But I do have to say, like, I really like uh, Victory's Golden Monkey, okay. which is a higher ABV. I have that one in the basement. Why didn't you tell me? I, I didn't 
thing too. Okay. Well, you can have one as a reward after you get through this and the barley wine. So. Aww. <laughs> you get rewarded. That'll be your after podcast snack. <laughs> so we have another bottle of the old heathen. We sure do. Should we pour that out? Maybe none for Cubby, just you and me, Shannon. <laughs> we have plenty of time if you want to drink yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'll it. open that one. I, you wouldn't be asking if you didn't want to. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like, oh, so obviously it's you It's that passive aggressive, it. hey, so I noticed. Um, you know, it's not for me, but does anybody else want this? Right. Yeah. I've noticed that. But what been, I mean is, there's one bite left. Are you going to eat that? Because, God, I want that so bad. I've noticed that we're almost out of toilet paper. I don't, like, I didn't want to this say This is a anything. weird place to go with I wonder that. I'm like, trying to be passive-aggressive. Like, um, I'm trying to think of a passive-aggressive. And you go right to toilet paper. I just... <laughs> do you have to change all the toilet paper rolls where you live? No, we don't I really I feel like change. this is more about you. I think it is. I think it is. Well, and that's ironic, because I, like, don't... Some people have issues about toilet paper, right? Like, how to hang it right. Like, you have to hang... Like, I have none of those issues. On like, the all outside. of the, like... What? It's, like, there's only one proper Like, way. all of the... Like, all of the memes about, like, you if you put your toilet paper like this, you're a guy. I'm like, that's me. Like, it's there. I don't even put it on the roll. It's just sitting there. I did not know that there was a difference, which, I mean, <laughs> right? for being what? a smart kid or at least, you know, I'm not too distracted in my life to miss the other. He's like, nah, I'm good. Um, They're still fighting in my mouth. Never, They've started fighting. Never realized that there was more than one way that toilet paper could come off the roll. I didn't realize that either. Mostly, I mean, yeah, I, I get it, like, based on how it's rolled up, but not until I got married and my husband was like, no, this is the way. It will be this way or no way. And obviously I didn't care. Yeah. But now it makes so much sense to me. Ian does it backwards. And he, like, vehemently does it because his mother taught him the upside down way. Well, but does he have pets? Did he grow up with cats? Nope. Oh, because if you, because I have heard, not that I care, but I've heard that if you have pets, one way is better because it is less likely for them to like play Start with the paper. Yeah. yeah. That makes plenty of so sense. So people who grow up with cats do it one way and people who grow up without cats do it the other way. I've um, tried having interventions with his roommates and be like, hey, every time you change the role, could you please put it on properly? Because I hate Here's going. the thing. It goes on your butt. So it doesn't really matter. Really? Who's the one who brought up the toilet paper here? I don't know why. That's so weird that I would bring it up because I don't have an issue with it. Like, it goes on your butt. Maybe, maybe deep down you do have an issue with it. I care about it. All right. After this, we'll make sure that we like hold her and stroke her hair and and listen to her deep seated problems with toilet paper. No matter how much she fights back. Yeah. I'm okay. This is for your own good. <laughs> Accept our love. <laughs> Just, Just like second grade. <laughs> oh, I've been seeing so many of those lately. The internet uh, things that like from your childhood you'll never see again or doesn't happen anymore. One of them was a oh, an image of Heads Up Seven Up. Did you ever play that when Does, you had wait, indoor recess? Wait, that doesn't happen Why don't now? they play that anymore? I don't know. That's I, like... What I else? mean, I'm trusting BuzzFeed on this news, so obviously well, it's almost like trusting is, Fox News. That is know. a reputable source. <laughs> I want to call BuzzFeed now. Just call their like, editorial department. What do you mean Heads Up 7 Up doesn't exist? It was like... What a bizarre game, so though, right? So angsty, though, because... Who invented that game? I don't, some like, teacher, teacher who was like, not one more indoor recess Because day. that is like... It is a brilliant game. 
it's a brilliant psychological. game until you're like, yeah, you're going through puberty and yeah. you have all these emotions and you want the boy to touch your thumb. It's like, so, nope. yeah, it's like kinky, it's like the, the sit way. down dodgeball. Yeah. I I forget how it's played. I was I was um, staggeringly unpopular in my childhood, and I oh, was honey, not. Oh, totally understand. I we was the same way. I was yeah. more awkward than if you can imagine. Yeah. Um, I was not even picked for that. I, I have vague memories of just like. No one wanted to like, touch my thumb. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wanted to touch yeah. me, my thumb or get that close to me. I yeah. was the smelly kid, to be fair. Like, I, I didn't I realize have, it at I the time. I might have been the smelly kid. I too. was too, but what I didn't realize at the time is because my mother, being the cheap bugger that she is, like, we always rotated our clothing because so, you only had so much room in your closet. So, right. You know, in the summer, you had summer clothing, and then she'd come in and pack everything away. And, you know, well, she packed it all in mothballs. Oh. So I'd be like standing in line, and someone would be like, "Why do I smell mothballs?" Shannon, and I'd be, I'd be like, like, "I don't oh, know. This is no. what my whole house smells like. I didn't know it was a thing." Like, yeah. <laughs> so at least I guess it wasn't you know smelling like puberty. That's but it was oh, still... I totally smell like like puberty. Yeah, I, I smelled like unwashed sweatpants. Oh, Why did we all wear sweatpants? We totally did. Oh my god! Oh my god! I did not. I did not understand like <laughs> Why that you, you could make choices in pants. Like I <laughs> yeah, just, I was, I like, was oh, just like, oh, I wear sweatpants. What color sweatpants will I wear? That's today? kind of how I was. Like, I was like, yeah, I didn't like yeah. get introduced to jeans to like senior year of high school. I no lie. I remember the first time I ever went like shopping and bought clothes that were new like that weren't like hand-me-downs or like from a thrift store right. and I was like I don't even know how to handle this new clothing feeling it feels so weird these clothes aren't scratchy and they I, actually my fit first me. pair of jeans were given to us uh, they were actually named brand uh, they were stonewashed and they had the zippers on the ankles. Nice. And I classy. remember just sitting and playing with that zipper forever thinking like, that's right, this is what cool looks You're like. You're like, I am the that's coolest right. kid. Those those are cool school. now. Yeah. They're cool if you now. Still have them, They're cool like... again. If I, I I would not fit in my fifth grade self's pants <laughs> anymore. It doesn't matter. I'll never get back to my original weight. Yeah. Right. Seven pounds six ounces. It just too hard. Pretty sure my left foot weighs more than that. <laughs> if we're being honest, oh, yeah. I'm still not terribly like with it. Like I don't. I've never developed an understanding for like changing your outfits with seasons. Like I, I just found like two pairs of shorts in like the back of a closet that like I are worn. I out, have seen you wear sweater I, vests in the summer. <laughs> I hadn't true. worn them for like two years, and it's like, oh, it's like they're, it's like brand new shorts. Yeah. This is so exciting. One I can't wait for hot days. One of my favorite memories of me is, and this will show you how much different like your memory is from what actually exists, is, so I have this memory of me in, at Bush Gardens theme park when I was like 15 or 16. And I had gotten, we had gone down there on an orchestra trip. Yes, I was that cool. Which um, instrument did you play? Oh, the viola. Oh. Very badly. Jason played the viola. I was a cellist. Oh, nice. I told I, you, we're all equally yeah. I am so, I feel so out of place. Because I briefly played trombone in, oh, in nice. band. But I, I wasn't strings. I like, yeah. I just don't fit oh, in Oh, I was here. so bad at viola. I was terrible. So, and my, my best friend um, at the time, who's also still my very good friend, 
friend, Allison, I just like reconnected with her kind of recently. Um, she played bass, double bass. Um, so we go to we go to Bush Gardens and I get really, really sick on the bus ride down, like puking, like super sick. So I basically spent the whole last night like lying on the bathroom floor. You were not riding uh, upside down roller coasters? Well, I wake up the next morning and I was like, I'm going to Busch Gardens. I don't care. So I like put on my sweatpants, of course. (laughs) Like Um, you do. Like you do. Probably smelled like vomit. Like didn't, (laughs) was not in good shape. Um, And my friend Allison, who is like one of the most beautiful people on earth. Like, she's exceptionally gorgeous and knew how to dress, like, even in high school. So she looks great. Like, she's wearing this beautiful little, like, black dress. She's got a makeup on. So we're walking down the road, and this guy who works at the park, who has this snake around his neck, super hot guy, comes up and starts, like, hitting on my friend Allison. And me, being totally clueless and, like, in sweatpants, is like, oh, is that a snake? Snakes are really cool. Can I see her snake? Hey, what's up with him? And you could see the look on the guy's face was just like, can you like just go away so I can hit hey, sidekick. on your <laughs> pretty friend? Yeah. But at the same so, time, I had this like vision of myself where I was like, that's who I want to be all the time. Because like Cretan Shoshi. Like the snake? No. Because like, <laughs> Cretan Shoshi can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to worry about like looking good or like having my hair done or like being presentable, I couldn't get to skip around and pet a snake. So I was like, so that's the image that I've had in my head of myself at that day in Bush Gardens is this like gangly, like cretin, like very recently, as in like two days ago, I found a picture from that day. Me and my friend Allison had gone to one of the things where you like dress up in the costume. We look so good. Oh, We look so good. I saw this picture and I was like, that was me? I thought that I was like this cretin, but like, no, I look like a perfectly normal human being. And in high school, that is impossible to do. Yeah. There I like, like couldn't believe it. Six people in high school who actually rock it. And it's always, you know, the head cheerleader and the yeah. guy, the, the captain of the football team and whatever. And then the rest of us are just like, ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my clothing doesn't fit. And, yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe that. I was like, really? Like, in my head, I looked so awkward. But apparently, I was okay. The irony here is that I'm the polar opposite of that. I thought I was, I thought I was like (laughs) everyone else. Like, like I was like the monster who didn't own the mirror. And I looked around and I thought I was a normal human being (laughs) because I was surrounded by normal human beings. And then now I look back at pictures of myself and I'm like, my God. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's just so awkward. I don't know how elementary school teachers do it. Like, I know. To show up and <laughs> I just remember like standing in line to go to recess or whatever and in my sweatpants, I'd be like, something itches and I'd pull out dryer sheets. You know, like how do you have of the things you could pull out at that moment, yeah, dryer sheets are, the are best. far and above. By far the best. By far the best. <laughs> it can be way worse. I just feel like how do you have a room full of 25 people all as awkward as me Who, like, with their messed up hair yeah. and their mismatched clothes? And like how do you teach them arithmetic? I know. Like how do you just not teach them That's how to brush why, their teeth? They're my favorite age like sixth to eighth grade because they're so awkward and like no one wants to be alive in seventh grade like it is the worst year to be alive i love them so much they're so great i was i was thinking of this recently and heaven only knows why probably i was folding laundry but 
I pulling out dryer jeans. <laughs> I was student council president in the eighth grade, and we had the suggestion locker because you know it was before texting and Twitter. So how else do you get your ideas known? And right. so, you know, every few days I'd go in the suggestion locker and it might be requests for music at the dance or ideas Snacks for theme days or whatever. Or, yeah. Well, one of the biggest areas of contention was the dress code. Oh, yeah. And I remember because the principal sat me down. He's like, I really want you to make some posters that we can put around the school, like, you know, line down the middle. This is acceptable dress. This is not acceptable dress. Well, not easy to do when everyone in a magazine is obviously not wearing acceptable clothing because they want to sell magazines. So they're showing a lot of skin. The, the shorts thing, you know, like I, I went to a country school, but it was not, it was not an Amish school. All of you who are thinking it, uh, it was not even like a Christian or a religious institution. It was very much just a public school. Um, but it was always a little tough, especially as people, you know, we were at those years where our growth spurts are going like crazy. So yeah. your clothing only fits for so long. You know, it, girls had to wear appropriate length shorts. But somewhere in all of the rules, it was okay to wear boxers. Like, as a girl, you could wear boxers as shorts as long as they had a button on the fly. That's awesome. And I'm like, I okay. can't ever imagine my, what, like... 12 or 13 year old self getting dressed for school thinking I'll just throw on my boxers now yeah and go learn some you know English lit I gotta I gotta say though the principal like straight up just took an eighth grader to do their dirty work for them <laughs> yeah. like who does he think he is that Dumbledore my... <laughs> well and that's um, like a whole other issue like dress codes like different standards for girls and boys yeah. and like why are the dress codes there for the girls to not distract the boys. Yeah, right. So I guess girls' education doesn't really matter. I think if what it's we distracting should, to the, the boys, boys' glasses you know? should come with like the side. Yeah, right. Like like if they're being distracted, we should just blind them. Like the horses, so that they yeah. can't see what's going on around them. That right. Seems fair, right? That's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, blind. I th- Shannon's saying blinders. <laughs> oh, Shoshi's oh, saying blind blinders. Oh, blind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I meant. I okay, meant, I wanted yeah. to double check because that's a big yeah. difference. I'm saying redirect their focus. You're saying gouge their eyes out. Just I, well, the you know, first offense they lose one, okay. and they make you sure say there's not a second one. Potato. I say maiming. You know, just. <laughs> uh, All right, it's time to move semantics. on. Before uh, before Cubby recovers from his buzz. <laughs> there's too much downtime. He's got to do some more drinking. Mm. So back to the crooked lines, cockeyed Cooper. And what I like is um, if you guys ever are fans of bottle art, and this oh. one is a 750 for those That's of you actually, picturing this That's um, actually the only art I'm interested in. The Cooper guy is actually wearing a barrel, which considering it's a barrel-aged beer is kind of fantastic. It makes sense because a Cooper makes barrels. Ding, 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 ding. Right. I'm telling He's you. He's just a cock I'd Cooper. You want to contact no. them and say you, you have a jingle to yeah. submit? Is that... That's, wait, no, am I the only one who knows Oklahoma well enough to... You guys Is that know? from Oklahoma? Cockeyed optimist? I'm just a cockeyed optimist. That's I don't know Oklahoma. that one. Yeah. But it's, a, it's some musical. I I'm sure they it's all Rogers blur together. Yeah. 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 Just, I'm only saying that because I've done Oklahoma. Yeah. And it's one of those, once you sit through something like 500 times, you know. You know. I know. I'm just a girl who can't, can't say no. no. I'm in a terrible fix. I know that one. Yeah, and then I forget what show it's from. It's Rodgers and Hammerstein. Okay. And I have I have that similar thing where I can lend recognize any show from uh, from Carousel. 
Okay. Because of yeah. the, the, the slightly scarring production I was in. I did... It was four hours. It was a four-hour <laughs> high school production. With, oh, my god. Like, gosh. more than an hour of it was interpretive dance. Were you in it? <laughs> no, I was in it. I was in it. Who were the interpretive dancers? Well, I played the mill owner. Okay. And so there's the big scene where I'm robbed by... by Danny Jager. or whatever, yeah. J- Jager. They're all named Danny. Right. And, um, <laughs> they can't all be curly. I mean, let's <laughs> Well, funny thing is, so I'm coming back from the clam bake and I'm wearing like a, a, a oversized brown cardigan because it's the only one thing they could find that fits me. And like the, the fellow playing Jager was not terribly tall. And so years later, uh, the public access station is on TV and they're showing that version of Carousel. And like that with scene him comes in on. it. With me on it, because it's it's the cable, it's the public access thing. The only thing they ever played was high school, school closing videos, announcement yeah. and high school musicals. And between the size difference and the brown <laughs> cardigan, it looks like a bear is mauling <laughs> a little boy. Cody, I'm laughing so hard I'm gonna drop the beer. Like, this is a problem. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating the least. I have like a foot and at least a hundred pounds on the kid. So I'm going to say two things to that. And I'm, I'm sure I'm overthinking that. And then we can move on to this beard. Um, a casting decisions. You know, obviously you have to realize that's a thing. But then B, after giving your cast and you know, you got to work with what you've got. Directing decisions. <laughs> Look. It was... <laughs> I mean, they probably shouldn't have told you to growl that much. I mean, when, when you've got... Did you yell things got, about a picnic basket? <laughs> I couldn't even say it. In hindsight, I wish I had just embraced that. But when you've got, like, more than an hour of interpretive dance in a four-hour high oh school musical, like, I wonder if there were directing decisions being made at all or if yeah. it was just like, all right, we'll go with it. If it was like Lord of the Flies approach to directing high school musicals. Maybe they wanted to make sure all of the townsfolk who came out to the show got their money's worth. So for your eight dollars you got four You got hours four hours of entertainment. When you break it's like it down two dollars an hour. That is a good deal. That's that's true. <gasps> for I'm, price I'm to volume. Not even a cockeyed optimist. I'm an optimist. <laughs> okay, so what are we drinking now? <laughs> Cooper. 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 Freaking Gabay Cooper. Speak of the day. So bourbon barrel aged <laughs> barley wine. I'm sorry. Bourbon face. barrel barley wine ale. What is a barley wine? Like what? Why is it? It is a, a style of beer. Okay. Um, that is, is super strong. And uh, is it normally aged in barrels? Like it's a beer and then it's made like a wine? Ah, oh, this is when I wish Berlin were here. I, to me, when you say, oh, barley wine, in my mind, I like, I know what the body is like. And oh, I know what like what it tastes like. like. Yeah, but right. I don't know. Well, you're not a brewer. Like, there's no, no reason you should know that stuff. Um, so so what is, what's different about a barley wine and its taste and that, as opposed to other beers? It's, it's usually sweet. Oh, which wow. Which might be why. It smells really floral. Not a huge fan. No, I, I don't, I don't even get sweetness yet. It's usually got a very, it's very easy for a barley wine to get syrupy. Oh my God, it tastes like chocolate milk. It is definitely oh. syrupy. Yeah. Like there's, there's a, there's. I have to be honest, I do not like the nose of this beer at all. It's just, it's very, 
it's strong, but not like boozy strong. It's like it smells like it feels I, like I'm putting my nose in a jar of fig jam. I get like, does that make any sense? Well, I I once I once helped like set up a brew batch with my poor Ooh. beleaguered girlfriend who does try to teach me a bit about beer. Uh huh. Um, with Liz and and her friend, um, and we opened like the the thing of I think it was like. The malt Mm -hmm. is like the the thick brown syrup thing. It smells like the the gallon thing of malt, of pure malt. It's got a lot of flavor. Yeah. Yeah, Like, yes. And on the finish, you do get the boozy. Like, I think you're totally tasting the bourbon on the finish. Yeah. But it doesn't even taste as sort of like warm and round as a bourbon. I would have almost guessed it was like a whiskey barrel or something. Hmm. Um, That's my own personal... Two cents. It tastes like something. I can't place what it tastes like. That's now. when you have like three more sips, and yeah. either you figure it out or at eleven point one percent after a few sips. It doesn't matter as much. You just start to make it up. Yeah. Oh man, I taste it, and it's like right on the tip of my tongue, and then I then it fades away. Mm. So yeah, barley wines are are British. It's like an English style, and it's like strong. If you ever see like strong ale or strong beer written on the side of a thing, I don't think we do that as much in the U.S., but they're usually at least 8%. This one's 11.1. So, I mean, and they can really range. They're never light colored, but they can, depending on how they're aged or what's in them, they could be super dark. Yeah, what's... Like you've stout got the, dark. It's pretty dark. That's like a nut brown It's ale also unfiltered. Like you can see ale. how cloudy it is. About a minute after tasting it. Oh, it does say dark chocolate. I totally get dark chocolate. That what lingers isn't, is not is kind of nice. Like the aftertaste that's after the third aftertaste, I, I quite like. It's a little like a, like an after-dinner drink. In like, a, like I could totally see this with like dark chocolate and cheese dessert. Although that might be too much. Does what? it say anything about toffee on there? I um, think I might... That's, yeah, I'm getting like a burnt milk flavor. This Tasting this is like running over a ziggurat. It's just like flavor, 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 building on top of each other. And then after you've swallowed, like it's one flavor leaves, one flavor leaves, one flavor leaves, one flavor leaves, one flavor that leaves. That was it's, such a, I was like, ziggurat, I know this word. And as soon as you described what you meant, I was like, I know exactly what a ziggurat is. That's why. It, it says launch. Seventh grade was the last time I've heard that word, <laughs> I assure you. That's an SAT word. Right yeah. There. Launch into the exquisite flavors of bourbon with splashes of vanilla. Watch for currents of dark chocolate and dried fruit. That's they don't it. That's specify what fruit, just that it's just dried. dried well, keep in mind, and this is a lot like wine, they don't put fruit in here. Oh, no, I, I right. realize. So, you know, it's like, oh, well, sometimes fruit is in the mouth of the beholder. You know, it's like... The mouth of the beholder. It's a thing. <laughs> when I brew a beer, that's what it will be called. The mouth, the mouth of, of the beholder. I, like I would I would buy <laughs> a bottle of that. Can you put like a picture of like a D and D beholder? Like a beholder beast? Yeah. On there. I'm sure we can. Drinking a beer. We know yeah. some graphic artists, we can make this happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think I dislike it, but I don't think I like it. I don't think I like it either. It's and I just, normally really like barley it wine. It doesn't taste like beer. Well, and that's it. It's a barley that's, wine. And I have I to keep remembering that it's a barley wine, which is obviously still a beer. I've had barley wines that I like, though, and yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i not a big fan of this I'm, one. I, I would say I have worked up to 
on barley wine. Uh, when we started the podcast, I poo-pooed barley wine significantly. Oh. I did not like them. And Ian... Poo-poo, that's the taste. <laughs> Ian worked very hard to bring me around on barley wines. Um, and what I've learned is just, I, I like the lighter bodied ones, the ones that don't sort of coat the back of your mouth as you're swallowing because it's so thick and... Right. Like, as a girl who doesn't like syrup you know i don't want your like how do you feel about like delirium i enjoy it because that one coats my throat for me it does but it's not in the same way the body of it like the there's enough lightness okay to balance that out yeah to me it's satisfying okay but that's again personal preference yeah see i i can't have more than one glass of delirium oh i can see it well and you know it's named you after like, what happens more. when you drink too much. That's true. So that's, that's a very good point. You shouldn't have more than one glass. Yeah. I just, man, I can't place that that opening flavor. It's a really distinctive flavor, and I think I have but it. But I want to say, you guys... Have you ever chewed on wheat stalks, or...? I totally have. I find it satisfying sometimes, mm. especially as a... Might be Marmite. That could, oh. that would make so much sense. That, yeah, yeah, that, that might yes. be what I'm tasting. That's yes, I'm definitely getting marmite flavors. For our listeners who don't flavors. know what that is, could you please tell them a little bit about it? Um, so marmite, and there's a difference between English and New Zealand marmite. Um, it is made from the leftover yeast after making beer, um, and it is a black sludge. <laughs> that is made, yeah, that's made from the leftover yeast after making beer. It's incredibly high in vitamin B. Mm. It kind of tastes like soy sauce is the closest thing so I can compare you, it to. If, you, do you put it on your Chinese food? You put the, your marmite on Chinese food? The most ideal way to eat it is you get really delicious toast, okay. whatever you feel delicious toast is. Um, you toast it really well. You put a generous amount of butter on the toast, and then you thinly scrape. Paper thin. Paper thin. You thinly scrape the marmite across is the it top. Salted butter. No, regular butter. Regular doesn't butter. matter. Doesn't matter. Well, well it depends on well, how much you is like the salt. Salted butter meeting the saltiness of the marmite. Yeah, it depends on how much you like salt. Okay. Yeah. Um, marmite is very salty. It's very salty, and you thinly scrape it over the top, and then it is the most delicious thing you've ever eaten in your entire life. I have to take this moment to say that after our brewing day with Verlin. He sent us home with like Ziploc bags of the spent grain. Yeah. And Ooh. I gave some to uh, Annette and Michael, and they made some spent grain bread. Mm. And I made some spent grain dog biscuits. Hmm. Um, what I could not figure out how to do is, according to the thing, I was supposed to like roll it out and cut out shapes and all of this. Well, mm. guess what? I am not mom of the year, be huh? it with a child or a dog. She does not know if it's shaped like a gingerbread right. man. or She like... doesn't care. So it kind of looked inappropriate. They looked like little owl pellets when I was done rolling them up. Um, but she ate all of them, and nice. there were probably two dozen. I mean, not all at once, I just, right. over a couple of weeks. But um, I was so proud of me, especially because it smelled so good. Yeah. You know, and as I'm like I mean, counting Mar- out my Mar- eight Mar- cups of... Did you try one? I didn't, but I wanted to yeah. because there's nothing in it that I wouldn't eat. Like yeah, it was grain and peanut yeah. butter and an egg. Like that was, uh. I think, a little bit of whole wheat flour. So the other really good way to eat Marmite mm. is buttered, buttered toast with Marmite and an egg on top. Mm. It's very delicious. It's an acquired taste, though. I mean, it's like, it's very salty. It's very strong. But that, I think that's the flavor that I get from there. I see it. Yeah. 
All right. So you said that you are traveling actors. Do you have yeah. websites or places where these folks can find you online? We do. So I have um, two different groups that I'd love to promote. God, I've got like eight different groups. When you're a performing actor, hey out there in the world, if you're a performing actor, you have eight different jobs at the same time. Uh, so my two Tax main... season sucks. Yeah. It's so... I just keep really good records. Just keep really good records. Then it's super easy. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so I have my own two-person comedy group called Sidetracked. We tour up and down the East Coast. Uh, you can find us at Sidetracked, one word, sidetrackedcomedy.com, all one word, sidetrackedcomedy.com. Uh, the other group I have is with Cubby here. Yeah. We have a comedy singing group. We play the ukulele called Pyropodes, uh. and you can find us on Facebook. Nice. Yeah, it's a comedy in the style of kids' music. Nothing a kid can't hear and nothing a kid should hear. <laughs> is that your tagline? Yeah. Oh, I like it. Also is songs... You can, children can hear our songs. You'll just probably want to have a talk with them afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So For the record, maybe after this, I will post one of the photos from you guys serenading me in Aww. my kitchen the other day. And if you go, if you go to the Pyropodes Facebook page, you can find videos of our songs. Perfect. Up there. Yeah. Cubby, what about you? Um, well, uh, I would like to say that I do have the next definite show I have coming up will be July 19th. Nice. I'll be hosting TBA Con's Adult Swim themed burlesque. <laughs> you do host more burlesque than anyone else I know. He's I must the say. best at it. It's it's a tough job, I'm sure, but someone's yeah. got to do it. Yeah. And and I will be I will be hosting as Space Ghost. Excellent. And he is also a professional pirate. Yes, I'm I'm the unofficial mascot of the Independent Seaport Museum. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. But You're for, a freelance pirate. That's, very, I, it's that's true. what pirate means. <laughs> yeah. um, but you can keep up with me just at like facebook.com slash cubby out to belly. Um, C-U-B-B-Y-A-L-T-O-B-E-L-L-I. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And had, you. Had he not handed me a card the first time I met him, I was like, out to belly. I would have not. Yeah. Well, it makes it's, me hungry for pasta, though. Just hearing you say it. it sounds so. It's tall and beautiful. There you go. And you are. You're tall and beautiful. I'm at least one of those things. <laughs> you can always find us online at facebook.com slash dashingrogue or at dashingrogue.com. And I am on Twitter at beermistress. And Ian is finally coming around on this tweeting thing. He is at dashing underscore rogue. And uh, the brewer from Duclaw followed me today. And I felt like a rock star. Oh, yeah. Mostly because I was just writing about like his new beer that I thought was really good on Facebook, and within like ninety minutes he had started following me on Twitter. I was like, I can't tell if that's awesome or creepy. Either he way, was googling can't himself. it be both? Yeah, that could be. He was googling himself. Well, he probably has like an alert. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right, guys. I have a, I have a Twitter too. Oh, it's at Cubby out to belly. <laughs> Really? Obviously, you tweet all the time, right? Like every, I I do bursts every few months. Okay, so you won't clog up their Twitter feed. Exactly. Very very kind of you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys for coming out. Oh my I god! Hope that Thank you got you to for try something us. new. We have to say, Shannon, like the beer mistress, has been one of the best hostesses that we've ever stayed at. She has treated us exceptionally well. 
Yeah. That it's, might be the name of my book if I ever write one. Hostesses. <laughs> no. With the most. <laughs> you could have like, she treated us exceptionally well. <laughs> that sounds like a tombstone. It's not a book. <laughs> that's like, that's, a, that's an mind. epitaph. Either Never that or I'll let you write the review. You know, it's, it's like, I still oh. taste those eggs. That's they right. So that, that sausage was so good. <laughs> All right. Until next time. This Bye. is Shannon, your beer mistress. This is Shoshi, the actor. And this is Cubby, the novice. I'll see you then. (laughs)